Joey, it is March 27th of 2016. No way. Yeah. You know what that means? Uh, IHOP special? Maybe. I don't know. If, I'm sure IHOP is open today. No, it's actually Easter. Oh. Um, I, I completely <laughs> forgot it was Easter when I, when I was like, oh, hey, we should, uh, you know a podcast i forgot it was easter until later and i was like oh shit yeah and then, then johnny texted at like me and i was like do you want to do an easter episode then or you know my uh, i wasn't entirely sure what like i realized tomorrow was easter bit i think i really would have just like canceled um Anne came with me mm-hmm. down here, and she was meeting up with her dad to go do something. So if she hadn't already, like, set plans there, I probably would have just canceled and stayed at home and ate Thai food or something. Because there's no Thai place that's going to be closed on Easter. <laughs> I was like, Johnny, you got the shit, so you can't handle Thai food right now. I can handle Thai food. <laughs> <laughs> you always fight for Thai food. You always fight for Thai food. So it's, um, it's a low energy Sunday for the both of us today. Yeah, um, we got plenty of news uh, stuff that's just been happening over this last month. Um, quite a number of things are happening. Oh yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty big stuff, I would say. Um, but we'll start off like we always start off. Uh, Joey, what have you been up to uh, this last month? Well, I haven't been up to a whole bunch. I haven't had a chance to really go out to the movies in a bit. I saw Tim Cloverfield Lane. How'd you like it? Very suspenseful. Pretty enjoyable to watch. The ending is a bit of a humdinger, and you either like it or hate it because of the ending. Um, it's not really a movie with a lot of middle ground. You either like it or you hate it. Did you like it? I liked it. Okay. I liked it. I, I would actually very encourage everyone else to go to go see it, give it a chance. Is um, a lot of it set just... Um, in the bunker? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of it's set in the bunker, which gives it that real kind so of like claustrophobic... Single contained. room kind of drama exactly. thing. Exactly. And it plays off so well. Jeff, uh, uh, John Goodman is fantastic. He is the perfect type of like you know doomsday prepper creepy i've heard like here and there obviously i don't think this is going to win an oscar for his performance or anything but people are saying that it's essentially like oscar worthy i think so because he definitely like encapsulates that type of like as i'm only using doomsday preppers as a a litmus for everybody but like he definitely encapsulates that type of mentality and he is able to just easily put that on on screen and he's fantastic in it and um yeah it's probably not gonna net him any attention like that especially with it being so early within the oscar contention right year. right i mean like the oscars just happened yeah. last month and yeah like i said i don't think this is necessarily gonna win him an oscar or anything but people are saying that his performance in it is essentially oh, yeah. oscar worthy definitely i honestly think that uh um, he probably will get a lot more attention for lead or supporting acting roles more than anything. But I think he's probably going to be considered more of a commodity now, right? Than anything based off of this. Um, let's see what else I've been doing. I finally, I finally, <laughs> finally, finally finished playing Wolfenstein: The Old Blood. Yeah, uh, that game was nuts. It was so cool to fucking play. Like at one point bodies fall down from the sky on fire and they're zombies and they're Nazi zombies and then 
Oh man, it just gets to a whole new level of bloodshed and crazy. And you get a double barrel sawed off shotgun, and it's just like real old school, like video game, video game type of feel. Just murder everything. Murdering everything, and then, you know, it becomes hard as balls, too, later down the line. Um, so, yeah, just give that give that chance, or, you know, it's, it's been a little while since it came out, so you can probably go pick it up for cheap, you know, or game fly it or whatever, and, and yeah. Uh, let's see, I rewatched Blade Runner not too long ago. I got, I got the, uh, the final cut version, Ridley Scott's director's cut, I guess. Yeah. Um, with the unicorn dream and uh, uh, the happy ending where Deckard and um, and the replicant lady run off together. Just drive off into the sunset. Yeah. They don't really drive off to the sunset, but they, they, they run off together at the end of the movie. Um, and without that annoying-ass fucking... Uh, you know, third-person narration dialogue that Harrison Ford had to do for the original theatrical version. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, so you know, that was always, that's always a good a good watch. I, I fucking love that movie. Um, and I've been playing Valiant Hearts, um, the downloadable game that was free just a few months ago. Right. Um, and that's a fun little puzzle game too. The art style is very pretty, clean, and. Uh, um, it's also just really cool to see all the history elements that they put into this game and uh, how much it actually informs you as you play it. Um, and also just World War One is just a really nifty little setting that you don't see very often in video games or even movies anymore either. Yeah, it's so. one of those... Um, I mean, World War One. everyone kind of just equates it to french warfare and just mustard gas but there's really like a lot more that was there it's really like yeah. a uh, like it's just like the beginning of technology starting to meet war yeah pretty much you know so it's a just total, total war economies going against each other yeah. um you know an entire generation of you know men just wiped out in you know a short four-year period you know 19 well, like seven-year period uh if i remember correctly and yeah it's you know uh, it was an insane time period, and also just I think uh, this this game kind of encapsulates it all pretty well. Well, you know, definitely not as dour as you would imagine it to be. It does it doesn't shy away from the fact that a lot of fucked up, horrible things happened during that time yeah, period because yeah, it gives definitely. you a lot of cool historic uh, con- context for a lot of yeah. Things. There's like a lot, you'll see a lot of like actual like pictures and mm-hmm. you know pictures of things that you're experiencing on screen mm-hmm. like when i came uh when you were just playing right before we started recording um there's a whole section with the tanks mm-hmm. then it shows you pictures of the actual tanks and gives you information on them yep. and, you know everything so um yeah it's what's an interesting game um it's definitely like a nifty little game to get for free yeah you know so it, Plus that dog. The dog is super adorable in this, and like I always get afraid that the dog's gonna get hurt or is gonna die, and I'm just like I can't let that happen. Gotta protect the dog. Gotta protect the dog. Dogs are pure. <laughs> okay, and that's the end of this podcast. That's the end of this podcast. <laughs> welcome, end. welcome to the dog cast. Yeah. Um, this is where we talk about our dogs, <laughs> and we'll, we'll show you pictures of them and how adorable they are. Um, what have I been up to? You been doing anything else? 
No. Kind of taking it easy. No. Uh, well, we were talking about this earlier too, so I guess I'll just say it. I saw Slayer uh, Friday night, and it was fucking killer. Um, You're still feeling it. I'm today. still feeling it today. Yeah. Uh, my back is sore as a motherfucker right now, and uh, yeah, like Slayer is my all-time favorite band. Um, and for them to come to our hometown and play was just super cool. Tickets for forty bucks. I mean, for forty bucks, like that's uh, that's a great price. Yeah, and also not only that too, the two openers were fucking fantastic. Carcass and Testament were there too, so it was like it was off the wall crazy. Carcasses and Test- someone testifying to how they got the carcasses there, <laughs> kind of, and then and then the Slayer of the carcasses, exactly. <laughs> It all comes full circle. We're through the looking glass, people. Um, but yeah, so you know, other than that, it's been a pretty good weekend. A, a pretty, pretty awesome weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, for myself, um, I watched Zootopia. Did you cry? Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's, if if I go see a Disney movie, I'm gonna cry. Zootopia was really good. Um, the just the amount of detail um, that goes into character design in like Disney movies like that is just yeah. mind blowing to me. Um, it's just, it's a, it's a good story too, and classic like who done it mm-hmm. kind of a thing. So it's it's nice to see like a deviation from you know just your typical hero's journey yeah and and technically this is a hero's journey the exact thing because uh this character leaves their hometown to pursue their dreams and then they go back to their hometown and then they go back to save the day pretty much like still though i mean like the whole like gumshoe private eye noir you know mystery element is pretty kind of novel again you know you don't yeah really exactly and to see it in an animated film like this was pretty nice yeah. um definitely worth checking out um i know with how well it's done at box office a lot of people have already gone and checked it out yeah. but um, critics fucking love it audiences have been in love with it too you can't get away from it no matter where you go on the internet it's there oscar winner 2017 it is i mean like i'll call it right now pretty much like (laughs) if it's between this and sean the sheep sean the sheep was nominated for 26 it's gonna be nominated i feel like it's nominated every fucking year like they're just like well we need to fill out this we need to fill out this category we'll give it to the wallace and gromit guy right Um, so I watched that. That was pretty great. Um, video games, I've been playing The Division. Uh, pretty hardcore. Um, I'm a little upset Chop isn't here because I've been playing with him. Yeah. Um, I didn't the, get that game. Division is great. Um, it is essentially a Destiny-style game mm-hmm. set in New York. Yeah. Um, which on the outside uh doesn't seem all that interesting but it's pretty good it's like a one-to-one representation of uh you know of new york of manhattan um damn that's a lot of ground to cover yeah and there's certain walls that are blocked off that they i believe they're planning on doing like dlc and everything um 
But yeah, it's good. Um, a lot of people were upset with it because uh, it's it's very similar to Destiny in the sense where you're shooting enemies multiple times to kill them. Yeah. So it's kind of borderlandsy where you're shooting people and the numbers are flying off of them. Yeah. And you see their health go down. Even if you shoot someone in the head, it's going to do more damage, but it still won't take them out. Mm-hmm. Like you'll have to unload like a full clip into someone. Yeah. Uh, if they're a higher level than you yeah. to like kill them or something. Oh, but. I mean like the, the other, the, the alternative is you know we get shot a couple of times and you're dead there's no fun in that exactly it's one of those things where if it makes sense in the uh in the universe that they're setting this in even though this is you know a real life place if it makes sense within the context of the game then it's fine because you are also just as bullet spongy as the enemies yeah you know they can put bullets in you and you won't die right away mm-hmm. so um the story is a lot better than Destiny. Essentially, there was a uh, someone. Story is better than Destiny's story. Yeah, yeah, because there's no story. There. <laughs> <laughs> it's just some things happen. Peter Dinklage says some stuff to you, and then you move on. Yeah. Um, in this, it's pretty much there was uh, someone created a smallpox variant. Okay. And put it on money. I was going to say put it on blankets again. And, but no, they put <laughs> they put it on uh, money, and this was during Black Friday, so everybody in New York essentially got infected. <laughs> Damn, um, people quit giving terrorists ideas. <laughs> and uh, this happens. They quarantine the city pretty much, um, and people are uh, rioting and looting. There's like looters that you kind of go around, and those are like the first group of enemies you see. Mm-hmm. Um, later on, there's a faction of enemies called the Cleaners, and they're essentially a whole bunch of garbage men with flamethrowers because oh, their their whole ideology is we need to burn the disease out, so mm-hmm. they just burn everybody, living or dead, to yeah. get rid of it. So you got to kill them. So those were the guys in the hazmat suits with the flamethrowers in the tech demo right yes okay and game demo not tech demo but yeah then there is like uh the last faction is um a military group that kind of has gone rogue Mm -hmm. they're called like the last man battalion Mm -hmm. um but they're pretty much just martial lying everything yeah uh like forced uh you know, hours where people can't go out and conscripting people, like forcing them into their ranks and everything. Yeah. So you're pretty much going around killing all these people. Um, but it's fun. The story's not bad. Uh, some of the mission stuff can be a little repetitive, but yeah. I mean, it's kind of to be expected. Yeah. Um, where the game really shines, though, in my opinion, is the dark zone. Mm-hmm. The dark zone is their PvP area. So, you played Destiny. Yeah. So, you know how the Crucible was strictly, like, PvP. Yeah. So, the Dark Zone is PvPVE. So, there's um, all these AI characters running around, and you kill them, and they drop loot. So, you Mm -hmm. can go pick up that loot. Um, The higher-level enemies and the named enemies drop uh, the best loot, and they drop... uh, 
Dark Zone credits and Phoenix coins and all this other kind of stuff that you use to buy mm-hmm. stuff. Um, where it gets really interesting, though, is all the stuff that you collect in the Dark Zone, uh, you have got to evac out via mm-hmm. helicopter. So you can't just walk out of the Dark Zone with this stuff and use it. Um so you have to go to a specific evacuation zone. <laughs> oh, shit. You call in a helicopter, and you have to wait a minute and 30 seconds for that helicopter to show up. And then mm-hmm. once it shows up, I think you have like 45 seconds to get your stuff on the helicopter so they can evac it. Um, it gets really interesting here because when you call in an evacuation helicopter everybody around you knows that you've called in an evacuation helicopter so that means that everybody around you knows that you have gear so people can come in and one of the first times i was in the dark zone um it it changed a little more so now but in the first uh, couple weeks of the game uh pretty much nobody was killing each other everybody was kind of you know getting loot and and just kind of being okay with everybody else they added an update that makes it um makes more sense for people to go rogue Mm -hmm. because that's what happens if you shoot another player you go rogue everybody else around you knows and they can shoot you without any penalty um, when you're rogue, though, you gain like double XP, um, all kinds of. You, there's benefits to going rogue, apart from just killing people and taking their loot. You get like double experience and double uh, dark zone funds, which is the currency you use in the dark so zone. So when you go into the dark zone, do you go in a party or do you just go solo? Either one. Okay. Uh, you can go in solo, you can go in with a party. Uh, if you go in with a party, you want to make sure you go with people you know. Because if you don't, <laughs> it's very easy to kind of drop out out of the party and turn around and just kill your friends mm-hmm. or, or you know your friends quote unquote, unquote. Um, and steal their shit anyways one of the first times I was in the dark zone um, everybody's really cool with each other um, there's five or six people all waiting for this evac helicopter everybody's cool uh, sometimes AI waves will like spawn and try and you know, you know, wreck your shit, wreck your shit while you're waiting for evac. But you know, everybody was just kind of taking out AI characters and not shooting at everybody else. So everybody, as soon as the helicopter got there, everybody ran into the place where you hook up your gear, mm-hmm. and you have to hold down X for maybe like three or four seconds to latch on your gear. These <laughs> this group of four people come in. <laughs> And they start, they throw grenades and they're doing all kinds of shit and they just wipe six or seven people that are all trying to evac their stuff. Luckily, I was hanging back and I just dipped out of there. I was like, I will come back later. But it, it's 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 exhilarating, especially um, when you're playing by yourself mm-hmm. because. If I'm playing in like a group with Chop and we go into the dark side, so I'm like, okay, well, if I die, he can pick up my stuff and he'll have it, or he, you know, we can have our backs more or less. Yeah. But when you're by yourself, it's so easy to get overwhelmed by AI. It's so easy to get overwhelmed by other players, mm-hmm. where you're just constantly on edge, freaking out whether, whether you know, especially <laughs> once you get like. Um, so much like Destiny, the uh, the loot system is much the same: green, blue, purple, yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, 
green being the lowest and yellow being the uh, yeah. essentially the exotics, the high end weapons. Yeah. Um, when you go in there, I'm just finding a shitload of purples, which is great until I realize, oh shit, I have a shitload of purples. <laughs> And if I die or if someone kills me, I'm going to get super upset. <laughs> so then it just becomes this tense moment of I call in an evac, go hide in a corner, set up a turret and just like wait. And, and just hope for the love of God. And it's and it just is like you see the timer like on your screen telling you how long you have left before the helicopter gets there. And you're just constantly on the lookout. And then you're just... Even when the helicopter does get there, you're like very cautious that someone else could be hiding around a corner mm-hmm. and you know waiting to take you. It is terrifying. <laughs> um, okay, so when you when you got this, how long did it take you to install? Um, because my coworkers got this and they said like one of them said, yeah, it took me like the full like twenty four hours to install this thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, it definitely didn't take me that long. Um, I. What did I do? Um, I bought it the night before. Uh, it's almost been like a Sunday night. And then it was done by morning. Okay. So I don't know how long it would have taken exactly, but maybe their internet connection is just shit. Probably. Were no. they installing from like a disc or? Yeah. Okay. Maybe that. I don't know. But yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um, but it's a, it's, it's a fun... Um, it's a fun game for sure. Like a good game. It's definitely one of those games where I would consider it like a like a podcast game, mm-hmm. just because there's a lot of. I mean, it's it's that your your characters one to one with the city, mm-hmm. so it takes a while to get to places. Mm-hmm. And when you're walking from one place to another place, there's not really a lot to do. Occasionally, you'll run across like a group of enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. So it's one of those games where you can like listen to a podcast or listen to music. Yeah. Or I don't know. I mean with the Xbox, um you can do the whole uh split thing where yeah, snap. yeah the snap. So I don't know if you can snap like Netflix, because if you can, then you know <laughs> you can watch something on Netflix while you're playing. Um yeah, so that's my one uh one oh, there's a few things that I've got a problem with. Little like mm-hmm. quality of life things. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things where there's not a lot to do between uh, A and B. Yeah. You know, but it's it's not bad. They're playing on adding um, what everyone is thinking is going to be essentially the same thing as the raid was in Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's supposed to come out some kind sometime next month or so. That'd be cool. Um yeah i've uh completed the game done all the story missions uh level capped and everything um and now i'm just kind of running around doing this or that side missions or going to the dark zone so i've kind of run out of things to do here and there <laughs> and the stuff that there is left to do it's it's kind of repetitive and it's one of those things where i can jump into the dark zone and I kind of want to be a douche and just go rogue and kill everybody, but I don't want to do that by myself. <laughs> I don't trust other people enough to, you know, <laughs> to do have that. Your back. So it's just like a, kind of caught in a weird spot with that. Um, other than that, um, oh, um, 
Ink Masters finally showed up on Hulu, the first episode of the new season. You love that show. It's so great, dude. I can't stand the, that... Dave Navarro? That cunt's face. I don't care. Like, that's... He's in it so little that I could care less. Okay. And you have, like, people who are like, yeah, I'm going to be the the next Ink Master. But Their the first sucks. challenge was, like... They had to do a uh, live drawing of this uh, nude lady, and then they did. They had like three hours to do these three different challenges um, all together. So they had to draw this lady, and then they had to go uh, build a tattoo machine, and they had to go tattoo the lady on a pig. So that was their like first little flash challenge thing and you just you see people's skills right away there's like two people who couldn't build a tattoo machine at all <laughs> but they're like yeah I'm like the best like, you know <laughs> tattoo artist ever he's like yeah those people have never been to prison yeah it, like, are, we, are we talking like we're like ballpoint pen ink guitar string hooked up to like a battery kind of kind of tattoo machine or like an actual tattoo or machine. an actual okay never mind where I'm just like eek as a as a, two t- a tattoo artist, you think that they would know how to build the tools of their craft, or you at least think. put them together, you know. So there's two people who had no idea what they were doing, and then you get to the people who like actually did tattoo, and you're like, oh my god, these are all horrible. And then you see these horrible <laughs> tattoos, and um, the people who show up on that show to get tattoos. The human canvases mm-hmm. um, always want like something super complex that there's no way it could be done in six hours. Or they're like, I want a tattoo on the side of my skull done in six hours. <laughs> you know, so, something completely ridiculous. And those are the best because those always turn out the worst. Yeah. So now if someone has like a super dumb looking snake with a very dumb looking lady on the side <laughs> of their head. You know, like that. <laughs> It's, it's essentially bad decisions, the TV show. Which is <laughs> why I love it. Like, wait, how do they get them to do this? You're like, hey, man, you want a free tattoo? Yeah. Well, apparently, I think, I think they get people um, on who, like, go on their forums and you sign up to get a tattoo. Like, oh, we're going to have a challenge that's going to be uh, pinup girls. Mm-hmm. So we're then gonna, you have We're going to tattoo your butt. You want a tattoo on your butt? Yeah, I want a tattoo on my butt. There was, I think, last season, um, there was a butt tattoo. Yeah. And it was, I was just I, joking. I, I want to yeah. say it was a lion, and it looked like the lion was just coming out of someone's crack. Like, yes. Just like, <laughs> yes. This is why the show is great. <laughs> Um, so that just came out. So I mean, I mean, we were eagerly awaiting the next episode. And I know on Hulu, I think it shows up like three or four weeks after it's been on, uh, you know, on cable yeah. or after its premiere. Don't care. Still, still waiting. Great. Um, all right. Um, well, let's do what we do uh, every time we have a news box, Joey. Let's get into the news. Yay. Um, if you're a new listener, if you're new out there, have never listened to a chopping block episode. Uh, on our news blocks, we bring you the news, uh, biggest news, biggest kind of most important things happening around the around the world in video games and movies, or at least what um, we consider to be most important. Yeah, and you know, occasionally other things. This week we have another thing on there that I 
feel like we need to talk about. Um, but we start off with games. Uh, Joey, uh, were you a fan of the Fable series at all? Nah, never really played. I never really played them. Okay, so uh, moving on to the next story. <laughs> Even if you weren't a fan of them, um, I'm sure you were. Uh, you were aware that Microsoft was working on a game called Fable Legends. Yeah, um, it's essentially supposed to be this four v one, four players, and essentially one dungeon master. You know, kind of throwing stuff at it. No, oh. um, the concept seemed fine. I think a lot of people were just upset that they put the Fable name on it because mm-hmm. most people just wanted a new Fable game, yeah. especially mm-hmm. after Fable: The Journey, which the was that Connect, Connect game. game. Yeah, and that so did horribly. Um, so Microsoft has closed lionhead studios and they've shut down production on fable legends that sucks yeah um so fable legends was canceled um lion's gate is closed um i don't know if they're i think they're closed they're an english studio um and i think there is a certain process that they need to go through to actually close the studio Mm -hmm. so i think they proposed a closure of it because they need there's some like legislative stuff that they need to do to like you know shut it down um but also they closed the studio uh press play which their last game was the uh max uh curse of the brotherhood no that was that was the first free free with gold game i got yeah yeah, so that was a good game. It wasn't bad, but um, they've closed both of those studios. Um, a lot of people are speculating that this is kind of the end of the Fable series. You know, yeah. especially if you close the studio that originally made the uh, that made it. Especially yeah. when they haven't like pawned it off on like to another studio that you know cranked out one or two of them already. Yeah. Like, yeah, like see, Call of I, Duty did with Treyarch and yeah. Um, I think the best course of action for Fable at this point um, would be give Fable to uh, Rare. Because mm-hmm. I feel like Fable is all Fable has always had this weirdly English style of humor. There's a lot of like Monty Python references, yeah. and Easter eggs, and stuff like that. Um, and Rare, I think, is. I think Rare would just kind of fit that bill of making like a weird There's sense of British, sim- similar. You know, yeah. I mean, Conquerors by Ferdinand is not to be taken into account because that's just vulgar humor at its finest, but like stuff like Banjo Kazooie and. Yeah. So I think they could kind of pull off like a very. And even if you compare it to Conquer, um, I mean, in Fable, you could like fart on people. <laughs> You know, that's something that you could possibly see, like I in a you, can do that. you know, you could possibly see in a conquer game. If any, if any studio I think could pull it off would be like Rare. Yeah, maybe that's a project they could put them on after they uh, release uh, Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully it's not the end of Fable because I like the Fable series. I think fans what they wanted was a true fable game like an open world yeah i mean, I mean it's essentially just taking something that was just dungeons and dragons in the video game world or diablo-esque yeah you know and just saying it's fable yeah it's probably not good it's probably gonna 
piss some people off. Yeah. I mean, people get pissed off for stupid reasons. That's just another stupid reason. And I understand that, that maybe a lot of people wouldn't have... Um, wouldn't have bought it unless you attached the fable name to it. Yeah. But at the same time, is it worth possibly shitting on a franchise's name? Like, yeah. Make like kind of ruin, like said, putting a bad taste in, mm-hmm. in people's mouths for that IP. Pretty much. You know, but game is canceled. It's um, like, it's like making like left for dead into like left for dead three into like a real time strategy game or something like that. Yeah. It's too much of a departure from what you, from what it was. Yeah. Despite how similar it may be. Even if it's in the same setting or exactly. Uh, more news. Uh, Gears of War Four info has been revealed. Uh, Game Informer ran a cover story on them mm-hmm. uh, this month. Um, from what they've talked about, and from what we've seen so far, um, it's kind of exciting. Yeah. Um, this is hopefully going to be a little bit of a departure from like a typical gears tone and even even they talk about it that it they're trying to possibly go for more of like a survival horror feel to it something more like a resident evil 4 okay because uh so gears of war 4 takes place uh 25 years after the events of Gears 3. Okay. Uh, Locusts have been completely wiped out. Oh. Um, and you're playing as Marcus's son. Okay. You're not playing as Dude Bro Marcus. <laughs> um, hey, Dude Bro Marcus was pretty cool. Yeah, he was. But... I mean, like, him and his homo love for Dom was, like, touching. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um, so, yeah, so... With his, with playing as his uh, son, I'm pretty sure that means we'll see Marcus at some point. Apparently, uh, Marcus and his son don't have the best relationship. So, really, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think we'll probably see him at some point during the game. But you know, yeah, I don't think he will be in it all that okay, much. So I'm, I'm assuming that the, the character we saw in um, in E3. Like like blonde year, dude, yeah, yeah, a, a year ago or whatever, yeah. The other dude, bro, yeah. I'm assuming that's Marcus's kid then. Yeah, the he's like I think he's like blonde, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, there's new enemies, um, because the locusts have been completely wiped down. The lambent is no longer around. Yeah, there's like Can't a who the hell they're gonna get for this new new game it's essentially they're like uh they kind of look like locust cousins like they look pretty similar to locusts Mm -hmm. but they're not locusts um but there's some cool theories apparently that are are cool things that they're going to do in the game so this is a during a time of peace uh you and your little squad of homies are kind of in this um (laughs) you and your uh you and your squad of dude bros are um, nah squad of homies. I like squad of homies. You and your squad. You and your squad. Um, you and your car. Are, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys are like kind of hanging out in this uh, in the city or whatever, and um, essentially gets attacked. 
and you have to do something about okay. it. Okay. But not during a time of war. So this isn't like years where, oh, the war has been going on for a while. Yeah. You know, there, it's and been like... mobilized. Yeah, it's like a 25-year time of peace mm-hmm. and rebuilding. So uh, it'll be interesting. Um, apparently, uh, there's some cool concept art, so we'll see if that makes it into... Uh, into final the game. game but they there's like um these characters called like snatchers i think but they kind of look like praying mantis and apparently mm. they would they go into cities and take people and huh. run off so I, I, there's remember those weird pot things in the e3 demo mm-hmm. yeah. so apparently those pot things um if you shoot them they pop yeah there's a chance that nothing will be in them there's a chance that a single enemy will be in them. Or there's a chance that there will be a uh, screamer in them. Yeah. And that screamer yells and pops all the other bots. Uh-oh. So it kind of is one of those things where it's like, okay, well, you gotta... It's a gamble if you decide to, like, shoot at someone who's covering behind a pot or something. Um, they've also added this... Um, this weird thing that'll just randomly happen it's like a thunderstorm kind of a thing mm-hmm. um but there's like heavy winds going and um it, it it's random and with the heavy winds blowing like you can't throw shit normally like if you shoot a grenade launcher into the wind but the wind is blowing towards you mm-hmm. that thing will come right back at you and kill you um and you can like there's fucking shit flying around everywhere. It seems like they're adding a lot of cool like concepts yeah. that'll kind of change really up the gears formula. Advantage of this new, uh, like the new console and everything. Yeah. Then. Um, even if it's like kind of a departure from uh, gears, I almost think that's okay. Yeah, you know. Um, I think it's most, just yeah. having this like game where it's just like cover, shoot, and then move to the next yeah. area, and then cover and shoot, and then move to the next area. It, it gets kind of tedious. Yeah. I definitely would prefer more of like a survival horror feel of mm-hmm. like, oh shit, we're getting attacked. Oh shit, we're kind of like we need to survive. Yeah, kind of have more of like a Resident Evil Four feel to it. Yeah, you know, like, I would prefer that. I, that think. I think it's just also to show like a departure from Cliff Blazinski after he left Epic, yeah. Epic Games. I can't remember. I think he left after the completion of Gears 3. Um, so, yeah, I, I can definitely see that, you know, that they, uh, this new studio is going to definitely take a change of pace. Kind of like when uh, uh, Bungie stopped making Halo. Yeah. Um, you know, and, uh, you know... I don't really see that much of a problem with it. It's still going to be the same type of game for the most part, third person shooter and um, yeah. all the other fun stuff. Uh, like, uh, unlike, you know, like the fable thing that we were talking about beforehand, you know, which is definitely more of a group cooperative thing that used to be first, that used to just be a single player. Yeah. You know, this is still looks like it's going to be kind of a group cooperative, uh, you know, at least tandem, you know, a tandem game that you could play with another friend of some kind. Because yeah. correctly, and in the in the demo, they had uh, a female character that was like your tag along, right? 
So I'm assuming a second person in the storyline could take uh, control of that character right. and cover your back and shit. Yeah, and it's it's uh, it's there. It, there will be a split screen co-op. Mm-hmm. They did announce that, especially after all the backlash that Halo got for not having split screen. Split screen, especially when the popularity of that game came because of its split screen. Yeah. A couple other little things. Um, You'll be able to um, vault over, like parkour over things by running at it, so you won't have to like cover and then like jump over. Yeah. Um, I believe there's going to be some kind of uh, melee knife attack that you can do. Yeah. Which will come in handy during multiplayer, Mm -hmm. I'm sure. those executions were pretty brutal in Gears 3. I yeah. kind of want to see what they yeah, come they're, up with. They're, they're definitely with saying that the executions are, you know, something they're working on. So, yeah. um, finally, I think this is the news that's the most polarizing out of all of this. Uh, single player will run at 30 frames per second, and multiplayer will run at 60. Um, I don't see a problem with that. No. Um, I mean, in multiplayer is where you need those that high frame rate. Yeah. Um, and that low frame rate in single player will just mean that that campaign will just look that much better. Pretty much. Lower the frame rate, the better you can make everything look. Mm-hmm. So I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. So if you listen to this and you have been complaining about that, stop. Because it's still going to be <laughs> a great game. Just slow your roll, you guys. Um... So, some kind of big news that Xbox allowed and could mean a very big thing in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, This one I have heard of. Yeah. So, Xbox has uh, allowed uh, cross-platform networking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Essentially, what that means is... Xbox One can play with with the PS4, which can play with PC. In the future, and you yeah. know, like not now, not tomorrow, or yeah, anything. Just like looking into the future, yeah, that's definitely a possibility. Um, the first game that's doing it is Rocket League, and they're doing that with. Uh, that actually seems like it's a really PC, good choice. I believe mm-hmm. you'll be able to uh, play with PC players. Um, but if you like for a first person shooter, if that's for the case, you can choose to play. Um, just with uh, just with Xbox people, yeah. Because you don't want to play a shooter with someone on a PC. They're gonna a, wreck your ass yeah, quick with a you know with a mouse and keyboard because mm-hmm. you're gonna get your ass kicked. Yeah. Um, no matter how quick you think your thumbs are, they ain't gonna cut it. I think this uh, is nothing but good news. I mean, the future looks bright yeah. for sure. I mean, there there's definitely gonna be issues going forward like oh how do we you you obviously can't just have like xbox and ps4 playing with each other yeah because then you have problems with you know like gamer tags and that whole thing mm-hmm. um you definitely need like some kind of to sign up for like the Ubisoft Club or yeah. you know any of those other like third party kind of a things. I, that's what I was thinking it would have to be like it would have to be over like a certain company's servers in order yeah. to make it happen, not you know over Sony's or Microsoft servers. So like where it's like you might need the uh, 
uh, Xbox Live Gold or PS Plus to get yeah. onto those servers, but then you log into those servers with that third party ID. Yeah, you know? so like like the way EA has their their setup, like exactly. You play yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. the fuck it's called. You um, have to go in through that. Yeah. So all those people who kept on ignoring the sign up for you play thing, like I did <laughs> for years, like I'm like if that actually when it does come about, I'm like man, now I actually have to sign up for this crap. Yeah, and it's not something that's gonna have. We're not gonna have cross compatible games. Games by the end of the year, but looking forward to like the next uh, next couple years, even maybe the next console. Um, hopefully, that kind of uh, brings an end to like console exclusive. Well, maybe not exclusivity, but uh, exclusion. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of friends that I have that have Battlefront on PS4. You have no friends, John, and it's just like I would rather play. I would like to play Battlefront with them as yeah. opposed to just playing on my console by myself, you know, with other people online, but, you know, not playing with people I know. So hopefully, hopefully the future looks good for this. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, like I said, I don't think there's anything but good news. So it's um, exciting step into the future. And speaking of Woo. stepping into the future, Joey, um, we finally have a price for PlayStation VR. And that is four hundred drum roll. Okay, fine. Fuck. I want to do drum roll. No, no drum roll. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is four hundred dollars with an asterisk next next to it. What's Um, the asterisk? Asterisk mean? So the headset is going to cost you four hundred dollars. Okay, and you can hook that up to your PlayStation Four, and it won't work. Wait, because what? You also need the PlayStation Eye camera. That's like sixty bucks. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> Come on, that's just such a fucked move. And you also need um, you uh, for not all games will require it, but um, some games will. Uh, Require the PlayStation Move controllers, uh, which is the wands. If you remember from the PS3, are they still developing functionality for that? Because I thought that went with went the way of the Dodo the same time they connected. Um, no, because they're actually using it for for this. So certain games will require PlayStation Move for to represent essentially like your hands and to track where they're moving and everything. Um, and because they're um, because the PlayStation has uh, Bluetooth, you can use your old PS3 ones. But the batteries in them were so shit that a lot of the PS3 ones just don't work anymore. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, four hundred dollars with an asterisk next to it. Um, and it was very funny how they did this because at the press conference at GDC, they were like, um, it's $400. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, yeah, $400. It's so much cheaper than Oculus Rift or the Vibe. Uh, and I think their Twitter account later that day, like an hour later, was like, it's going to be $400, but you need the camera and possibly the move controllers and 
and everybody was like, what? This is fucking insane. And then they were like, okay, okay, okay. There's going to be a bundle. $500 comes with the PSVR, camera, move controllers, and um, a game that essentially is just a whole bunch of like mini games or experiences. You know, That's lame. Kind of thing like that. So it's $500. Um, you can probably piecemeal it a little cheaper. Um, you can find like a PS, um, the PSI camera for like 40 bucks. I think they retail for 60. Okay. Um, and then the move controllers, eh, they're probably going to be about the same. So you might just be better off actually just buying the $500 bundle. bundle. Yeah. Um, I just find this very funny because it's going to be one of those things where um, Christmas time is going to come around. Mm-hmm. Kids going to be like, I want PSVR. And the parents going to be like, Ugh. And they're going to go for right. the cheapest option, which is just a $400. And then they won't be able to use it because it doesn't have the camera. I mean, like... You I mean you and me are like unfortunately kids of the '90s to where, like we had that problem all the time getting toys for Christmas. Yeah. Where like all of a sudden you find out, oh no, you need some else to, to go along with it. Yeah. In order for it to work properly, or for it to actually you know be fun to play with, you know, like the, you know this is where the whole you know batteries not included you know came about. And this is the whole thing with this. It's it's completely unusable without the camera because the camera tracks where your head is at, so you can't even use the VR at all without the camera. You can use it without the move controllers because certain controllers are still going to, or certain games are still going to just require a dual shock. Yeah. Um, but you do need that camera. And I doubt that the box is going to say PSVR. You also need to buy the camera not included. I really yeah. doubt that's going to be a big thing on their box. You know, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a small thing on the back that says "required to use PSVR PlayStation" on the on the on the black box. It's going to have a little tiny white asterisk with even tinier white writing that says "camera camera needed." Yeah, camera not included. All that being said, um, if you already have a PS4, it's not that bad of a choice. For VR, no. I like, mean, how much is the Oculus going to run for when it comes out? I think the Oculus is, uh, I want to say five ninety nine, but then you also need a high end computer to be able to use yeah. it to run it. And then the Vive is eight hundred dollars. No, plus computer, but that one comes with uh, towers essentially that you set up in your room. Um, so it tracks your movement. And it also comes with, uh, like, the special controllers. Um, so that was a little more expensive, but it definitely comes with more shit. Yeah. So, for the time being, I think if you want to get into VR, PSVR is the best way to do it. And I'm sure oh, there's going to be some kind of PlayStation bundle. Yeah. You know, a little closer to, to uh, the holiday season, I'm sure. Where it's going to be like four, $800, you can get... PlayStation 4, PSVR, and, you know, everything you need to get it started, pretty much. Um, last bit of gaming news I have, Joey. Um, remember that uh, Telltale Batman game they announced a little while ago? Yeah. So there's a couple new things that they uh, talked about uh, this last week. Um, 
Um, it's going to be rated M. Oh, really? So that'll be good. Um, you'll be able to play as Bruce Wayne and Batman. Okay. Um, and you'll be able to Bruce make certain Wayne's decisions whether simulator. it's uh, do I handle this as Bruce Wayne or do I handle this as Batman? And depending on how you handle it, um, <laughs> need to go. To it'll this party. affect the story. Who should I be? Going forward, I think more so that means like, okay, I'm going to play as Batman, but I'm going to get my ass kicked. You get your ass kicked while you're playing as Batman, and now you have to go to this party as Bruce Wayne. And you're all bruised. And all you're all fucking beat to shit. And that'll affect dialogue or something. That's what I'm assuming. That that's actually sounds be like. really fucking cool. Which is one of those things that I've always been like, well, yeah, Bruce Wayne gets his ass kicked like all the time. Like, how does he deal with just going out in public? You know, being like this big playboy hotshot that he is and constantly in, you know, the public's eye. Um, how does he deal with that? You That's know, pretty so. I like I like that take on Batman Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I, li- I like that. That's pretty So cool. I think that'll be fun. And they are uh, releasing this on a updated engine. Mm-hmm. So their old engine had a lot of problems. And they've used the same engine since uh, the first Walking Dead game. It's just you have a lot of like uh, loading issues and like sound doesn't always sync up correctly. And there's a lot of like tearing and just it's kind of like you can you can see the age of the engine in there. Yeah. So it's supposed to be an updated engine, which is good. So hopefully that means um, game ends up coming out a little better visually than, you know, some of the other games they put out. Uh, but I think that's it for gaming news, Joey, unless you can think of something else. I have nothing. All right, so let's go and take a quick break here, and um, we'll be back with your movie news for the last couple weeks. We'll see you guys in a sec. Everything I know is a lie, Johnny. I know. Uh, <laughs> we're we're back, um, <laughs> and I just uh, I just uh, showed uh, one of our favorite places here uh, in our hometown. Um, it's called Golden Ox. Um, their sign is a uh, red sign with like a yellow ox on it. Yeah, the yellow outline. Of yeah, an ox. yellow outline of an ox. Um, but I was just telling Joey about this place that's heading out towards um, the town north of us. Yeah, so heading out of town, um, there's a place called Golden Bull, and it's the same exact <laughs> ox, except it's a yellow sign with a red outlined ox instead of the opposite. <laughs> it's the evil twin of our, one of our favorite places to eat. It's just, it's just like. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> You're not even trying. I know. I'm like, how did this? How did you guys? Like, did you guys order the sign from the same place, but they only had one ox-like thing, and they're like, like hey, we're golden it, bull, and they're like, this is a close. It's, 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 it's all right. It's all right. We got a bull. Like, that's that's clearly that's clearly an ox. <laughs> no, it's a bull. Trust me, it's a bull. Like, I'm saying that's. I an swear, ox, nobody man. else uses this sign. Nobody. <laughs> there ain't no like like three other. Locations in town and one in like a town way out east. <laughs> okay, so other than you know this horrifying burger news we have, <laughs> movie news is what's next on the chopping block. 
And, um, ah, okay, so uh, I'm going to go in a different order than what I have this on here. So we're going to start right. off with some big, big trailer news, which is the Spider-Man trailer for the new Captain America Civil War trailer. Whoa, like pretty exciting, right? To, um, that they... I was thinking that they were going to hold off on Spider-Man until the movie came out. Um, That's what I thought, too. I'm really glad they didn't, though. Because just with that little bit of a setup, it gives me hope for Spider-Man in this movie. And it gives me great pleasure to think about the standalone Spider-Man film. And just the way... um, Whatever. So the the beginning of the trailer... um, same, you know, Civil War yeah. stuff we've already seen. Uh, I don't want to say bullshit, but I kind of do. Uh, you know, it's kind of what we've already expected, right? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's so funny to me that they cut it up this way. Usually, you end a trailer with "Here's the name of the movie. Here's when it comes out." End mm-hmm. of trailer. They did a post-credit scene for their trailer, pretty much, because they did all the trailer stuff, show the the title, mm-hmm. right, with the movie name and everything, yep. and then it continues on for a little bit longer with Iron Man um, calling Spider-Man underoos, which I think yep. is hilarious. Um, and I mean, it's just great. You see Spider-Man, you see the whole eye thing. Yeah, his eye, his eyes actually move with the costume yeah. and everything. So it's old school Spider-Man. You know, Spider-Man Classic, and Friends, like, yeah. Lee era Spider-Man. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Really interesting. Big big news. Everyone freaked out about it when it came out. Whenever it came out, fucking yeah. a couple weeks ago. And yeah, so it's just another reason to be to be excited uh, for this movie. And that's just kind of wanted to touch base on that real quick. Yeah. I mean, it's exciting. Um, Spider-Man sounds like a teenager. Yeah. He sounds like a kid. Yeah. Um, this is definitely high school Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, not uh, college age Spider-Man. It's kind of weird though. When you really think about it, he's going to be like the youngest member of this whole, of this whole group. Uh, granted though, like in the comics, no one really knew that Spider-Man was so young, but uh, I mean, it's kind of, you can't really get around it in this one, especially when you actually hear I the voice. I feel like they will definitely say something about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have snarky characters that are going to be in this movie. I feel like yeah. someone's going to be like, aren't you a little young to be Spider-Man, essentially? Yeah. Um, it's exciting. I think um, I th- a lot of people I heard uh, when this first came out was like, oh, they're only doing the I think because Deadpool did the, you know, I think. But it's like, no, they've been working on this yeah. for way longer than Deadpool's been out. Yeah. So for pretty much that. And also, you know, Spider-Man kind of did that first, you yeah. know, with that whole eye movement. Um, this is definitely like an old school looking uh, suit, too. But from the look of the trailer, I'm afraid that the whole suit CGI, but I can't quite be certain. Um, I don't think that they would do the whole suit. I don't think they would either, but I can't tell by the trailer. Yeah, it's kind of hard. It's a very quick clip, and um, you know, you don't see him for very long. I don't think that they would do the whole thing CGI. I'm sure he's wearing some semblance of the Spider-Man suit in real life. Yeah, and of course they CGI the eyes and maybe a couple Mm -hmm. things here and there, but. I would assume that they would be smart enough to not do a CGI yeah, suit. Pretty much. But um, on top of that, too, uh, 
you know, like pretty much anyone who's read the comics that this is based off of, pretty much knows Spider Man's going to more than likely switch sides from Iron Man's team to Captain America's team. Yeah. Um, but you know, other than you know the Spider Man that's in there, you know, you have uh, Black Panther. Um, that that's. Uh, you know, uh, well in a lot of shots uh, yeah. with his uh, vibranium suit. Um, meow. 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 Just, I'm going to scratch you. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I really hope that's who we get for for Black Panther. Uh, just, a, just a guy who likes to act like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> like he just like puts on the helmet and that's all he can do. Like he's about to kick some ass and then... Um, someone just kind of busts out a cat toy, and he's like, "Oh, he's like, he's like Captain America just throws some fucking catnip at him, and <laughs> yeah. then he just like, starts going nuts, gets just all high, ground, and he's fucking just, shaking. He's all high, and all just like rubbing himself all over like Black Widow and shit. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so uh, other than so, yeah, so like we have like a uh, like a lot of characters in this movie. Uh, Ant Man also makes a bit of an appearance in the movie. Um. And uh, kind of really excited to see Paul Rudd again as Ant Man. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, really enjoyed uh, the solo movie. Really looking forward to the sequel, but also it's kind of cool to see to this, see him in this uh, in this one too. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. This is, I think, like uh, uh, I would say, this is almost like a first taste of what like Infinity War will be like. Kind of. You know, you know at least a larger, larger scale of things that come exactly. like that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like that little taste of like, this is going to look like to have 40 fucking heroes on screen yeah. at a single time, you know? Because, I mean, not only that, they're also planning to get like the Guardians of the Galaxy in exactly. on this too when it comes to um, the Infinity War. I think the Guardians of the Galaxy are supposed to be in on Infinity War in the second movie. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, a lot of cool, crazy stuff going on. We're hopefully going to see like another merger of the two worlds <clears throat> with uh, the X Men characters, and then you know if they decide to do anything else with the Fantastic Four series yeah. again, we might see that again too. Um, so it just opens up a lot of cool possibilities in the future. Um, the only other question left to ask is, whose team are you on? I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, I I, I like Captain America more. Uh, as you, like, if, if there's a bit of a theme in a lot of Marvel movies where the villain uh, has like like a four piece suit, like the suit jacket, the shirt, and the pants, but also the the vest yeah. that goes on underneath uh, underneath the the suit jacket. So uh, and Tony Stark is probably wearing said vest, so more than likely he's evil. <laughs> he's the bad guy on this, so you can't help but hate him. And I kind of. Don't really like Iron Man the most part anyway. So. Yeah, I would say I'm probably more on uh, Captain America's team. Though, if Iron Man gives Spider Man the Iron Man suit, the little Iron Spidey, that's not happening though. But yeah, if he does, I'll switch over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta admit the design on that on that uh, on that suit uh, on that suit is fucking dope. Yeah. So, uh, moving on from that, um, we have some interesting news coming out of uh, Disney, AMC, Sony, Time Warner, Viacom, and Fox. Everybody. Every, Everyone. Like, this is kind of a big deal. I mean, like especially Viacom and Time Warner. The re- the, these guys uh, own everything. Yeah, I linked the story because in the story, it mentioned some of the people who, or some of the things that Viacom 
owns and Viacom owns almost everything. Paramount, MTV, Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, Spike, Universal, uh, VH1, right? just to name a few. Yeah, you know, so um, it's insane. That's a lot of people who are threatening to. And know, oh yeah, so out. so the, the reason why this is happening is because there's a. To see uh, if uh, their discriminatory anti-gay bill called the Free Exercise Protection Act. Um, many others have joined the call. AMC was next to speak out against it while not joining a, a potential boycott, urging the governor, Nathan Deal, uh, not to sign it into law. The Weinstein Company joined Disney's. The Weinsteins, too. Holy shit. And the Weinsteins will do anything for a buck. <laughs> Really, I mean, they, they they are not above stepping over people, you know, um, and their beliefs to get some money. Yeah. Um, uh, promising to film a movie later this year elsewhere if the bill is signed. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday, many more join the cause as Viacom, which in turn owns Paramount, MTV, Comedy Central, blah, 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 blah. Um, so, yeah, this is... Uh, a big deal because if this uh, bill gets passed, I mean, I don't really know what the bill is. I don't know what Pretty exactly much what it, it is. It's just um, so as you know, the Supreme Court passed um, gay marriage mm-hmm. last year, right near the end of last year, middle of last year, maybe it was at the beginning of this year. Um, but so they passed gay marriage. Um, pretty much what this bill would do would allow people to. Um, opt out of um, providing services for like a gay couple based on religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. So if you were a uh, cake maker and your beliefs, you don't want to provide a wedding cake to a homosexual couple, mm-hmm. you can opt out of doing that if yeah. you want to based that, on religious. You know, okay. That, that just seems like it's just a business uh like right to refuse service thing anyway but as i said i don't really know the logistics of it but the main deal here is the fact that all these movie companies are willing to not film in georgia and they georgia use georgia a lot they use so, so much things. for one i think uh the walking dead is filmed almost exclusively in georgia pretty much um ant-man was filmed almost exclusively in georgia mm-hmm. i think um i read something that they spent about a hundred million dollars in georgia mm-hmm. during the filming of that movie um and there's just everything films there like yeah. it's apart from like hollywood and new york georgia is that like third place i would say where people go to film things pretty much like uh, london too they, they film yeah well i mean in, like, the US. in the united yeah. states yes um but it's like so like these guys are willing to essentially say no more money for you you're not getting any more money from us because there's a tax that's put on film production yeah. that it's kind of I think it's pretty hefty um, from what I remember and uh, they generate a lot of money not only that from that you know not to mention for businesses yeah, from like you know surrounding areas providing get, yeah. services to film studios and other things like yeah. that and film studios have deep pockets that are willing to pay for whatever the hell their A-list actor wants yeah you know and the fact is like we I mean not not only also you're kind of just you know denying people their rights you're also you know fucking your own self out of like you know possible millions and millions of dollars that your economy whether or not they actually needs it or not 
is still like a big fucking help because you're running a state you have to do what's in best interest of your state and a lot of times it's the financial growth of your state at least exactly. i would assume um I mean, I don't, I don't understand. It's okay. So uh, how they let this happen? I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Um, I believe a bill like this has been passed in Georgia before, and the governor vetoed it, refused to sign it. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it's the same governor that's in, that's in office now. I'm sure he's going to veto it again, mm-hmm. um, but I think this is more so just like a. We're going to, like, quit trying to do this shit because we will pull out. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, the pull-out game is strong. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but I'm sure that's kind of what they're doing. They're kind of being like, you know, don't, don't do this. It's real dumb if you do this. Yeah. And this is about, like, uh, this happened, like, about, like, three days ago. Yeah, it happened like, kind of um, recently. So I don't know if they actually reached to a decision yet. I'm or sure whenever the hell that decision is supposed to be. Um, but uh, hopefully they just, you know, kind of realize that, you know, probably the economic growth of your state is probably worth more than, you know, hurting some people's feelings about, you know, certain people getting married. Yeah. So. Who cares? The way I see it, um, who cares? Like, you know, it's like everyone knows money trumps all. Like, I, I will suck a dick for a couple million dollars. Like, if you said, hey, here's $10 million, suck this dick, I'd be like, oh, okay. Do you want, do you want to, like, do you want me to look into your eyes while I do it? I think, or, if, I, I think if I busted out a couple hundred dollar bills, you'd be willing to do that. All you would hear is just <laughs> on the mic. That's all you would hear. Um, so, uh, the, the last bit of news I have on here for uh, movies. Um, uh, so it's kind of something that I want to talk about for a bit because me and my coworkers were, were talking about it for a while. Um, now, uh, Johnny, I'm assuming you're a fan of Queen. Yeah, I like Queen. Queen's dope. Freddie I think, Mercury. I think everybody likes Queen. Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, it's one of those weird things where it's like. I don't care who you're with or what bar you're at. If Bohemian Rhapsody comes on, everybody sings yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. So like um, one of my coworkers, he said that he went to uh, Germany for Oktoberfest. Okay. And he got really hammered, like hammered ass drunk. And then he like the one of the only things he remembers is that him and like ten other guys were standing on a table, drunk as fuck, beer steins in hand, all like you know arms around each other. All all of them seeing Queen, um, and uh, so like that's like kind of like the impact they have. Like now, it's just kind of like a worldwide impact that they yeah. have. And Freddie Mercury is one of the most iconic frontmen ever, right? You know, uh, and uh, there was at one time supposed to be a movie about Queen, right? And it was going to be a warts and all movie. Uh, you know, showing you know all the upsides and all the downsides, all the low points, all the high, high points of uh, of uh, the, the life and times of <laughs> the, the, the Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody of of uh, the life and times of Freddie Mercury and Queen, and uh, you would never guess who was supposed to be Freddie Mercury. I would guess because I saw the note. Because you saw, you saw, you saw the note, <laughs> but it was Sasha Baron Cohen. Right. And recently it's been coming into the news a lot lately, too, that, yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen was working on a, 
you know a queen film and the now it's not happening it's dead in the water right. and um, at least the uh, the Sasha Baron Cohen version uh, is dead in the water and the guys from Queen are moving on to find somebody else to play Queen because they didn't want to do a warts and all movie now the, the Cohen they just, just straight do a straight babyface movie exactly just they, they just wanted the good. all the good stuff and like Cohen wanted to say like no man this guy used to have parties where he had midgets walk around with silver plates on their head and on those plates was just like a mountain of cocaine and he just used to have and like people were fucking everywhere in his pools and like every fucking facet of his house drugs fucking like a very bohemian lifestyle was being lived by this guy and he had some low points and he had some really high points and uh the band gave their official reason as oh we didn't want it to be a joke and have it be you know sasha baron cohen was too much a recognizable figure to be playing freddie mercury that seems like a easy cop out. It's exactly. I think easy it's cop-out. just one of those things where they just don't want to be seen as like, oh, we didn't do that. Like we had families back then. I don't want people knowing that we, like, were like, we don't want them to know that we lived the rock and roll lifestyle. Yeah, you know, uh, even though that's exactly what you guys did. That's the whole point of rock and roll is to like see that whole lifestyle. You yeah. lived that lifestyle. That was you. That you guys did that. Don't deny it. Everyone did it. You know, and uh, I mean, like the poster boy for rock and roll, fucking just passed away not too long ago you know like let me kill yeah. never made any bones about it he said yeah i did all that stuff too and um the fact that you're willing to deny this and also willing to deny like a fantastic idea for a movie yeah it's one of those things where i don't want to watch just like a movie of like oh here are all the good things that queen went through like in order to really appreciate you know this that or the other uh, all these high points you have to see those low points too exactly i mean will showing a i'll say a little person will showing a little person with a silver plate and a mount of cocaine on it uh affect their music it might uh and maybe that would be like that step too far maybe that would be like a little much um, but you do have to show those low points. You can't just have like a high point movie, mm-hmm. right? Then you just get like a remember the Titans type of, you know, sappy schmaltzy crap that you don't ever want to see more than once. Exactly. You know, and like, and like, you know, if you're going to document the life and time of a person in a movie, you know, it needs to be the life and time of that person. Yeah. And, and I guess like the original idea that the guys from queen wanted to do was that they, uh, wanted to do like, they said, okay, so like the first half of the movie, this is when Sasha Baron Cohen was on board yeah. and he's, they said to him, okay, you're going to like, uh, so like the, we're going to do like the whole Freddie Mercury stuff. And then the rest of the movie, like, wait, what are you talking about the rest of the movie? And he said, the, the guys said that, oh yeah. So like Freddie Mercury's going to die. Like, about halfway into the movie and then we're going to go on with the with the rest of the story and it's like there is no rest of the story after Freddie Freddie Mercury dies and I have to I kind of have to agree with that and yeah there I mean like I mean like when people think of Queen they think of Freddie Mercury yeah he is the man he is the guy he is yeah, it's one of those things where it's like I couldn't name the any icon. other member of of Queen pretty much right other than Freddie Mercury so so uh, you know I like it's kind of unfortunate that now that they're kind of looking into a new 
I think a, a new, new director and or... a new actor yeah. to play Freddie Mercury, and which sucks too because I think Baron Cohen could have knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I and mean, he also a, looks like him too. Yeah, he's nuts. a great actor, and he. Uh, I mean, we've we've seen with roles like Borat, and you know, what was the other one he did? Uh, Bruno, like Bruno, and Ali G. And yeah, and he he essentially embodies whatever character he's doing, mm-hmm. and he is. You see, with like the these these uh, things he's done, he's willing to put himself on the edge, yeah, for a role, pretty much. So if he's just acting in a movie and acting a certain part, I'm sure he's willing to go those extra steps to make it as real and you know legitimate as possible. So yeah, so you know. Uh Kind of want to know what everyone else thinks about this because the whole the whole point of this was just kind of no like talk about because it it's a fascinating story. I'm pretty sure you can find you can find like a million stories about this everywhere. Right. I mean, I've read about like twelve of them, and uh, but you kind of want to know what anyone else thinks about this. So yeah, I mean, do you think uh, would you like to have seen a movie like this? Would you like to? Um see Sasha Baron Cohen as Freddie Mercury um, or is it a good idea that they're not doing this yeah. um, you can shoot us an email at in the menus podcast at gmail.com or just leave a comment on the website. You know, yeah on the website for this or the you know page for this episode um, anything else in movie news, Joey, that you can think of that's um, been going on? Nothing else that I can think of in We're movie news. About, um, hey, Batman v Superman came out. Oh, we can talk, yeah, that's We right. haven't seen it yet, but so, we can talk about... I was kind of waiting until we both seen it, but... Uh, and we can, we're, I'm not saying we're, we... We'll talk about it the next time we record after we see yeah. it. Um, the but, reviews have not been kind to this movie. Yeah. I mean, we've seen... We've all seen the sad Affleck... We actually watched that before. The, yeah, <laughs> before we you started know, recording, it's it's it sucks. I mean, like, it's one of those things where I wanted to give it every bit of uh, you know hope that I could, but you see, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Did not have high hopes for this movie. I was ho- I, I want I wanted it to be good of, for the sake of like you know. I don't really care about Superman, whatever. But for the sake of like Batman and for the future of what would be the Justice League movie, mm-hmm. I'm definitely not as big of a DC fan as I am a Marvel fan, but mm-hmm. you definitely want to see those things flourish. Yeah. You know, I want to see a good Batman movie, which I'm sure we'll get. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a good Justice League movie would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I haven't. We haven't seen it yet. Um, we're not going to sit here and talk about it. Um, we'll probably have a bit of a spoiler show once we do watch it, though. Yeah. Um, we'll get all up on it. Yeah. It's just like it's just astounding how much people have not responded to that movie at all. Yeah. I mean, like it's it's raking in money. Yeah, like, it's making money, which isn't surprising because people yeah. are going to go watch it because it's Batman, it's Superman, exactly. Uh, it's Wonder Woman. You know, it, it's superheroes. So and like fucking Aquaman supposed to make an appearance. Yeah. Cyborg supposed to make an appearance, and like the, your it's grandma to supposed to make an appearance. I will say and, this: I am excited to see Aquaman. In the movie, just to kind of see the way he presents himself in the movie will be very interesting to see. I, I, I could have waited until like his solo flick came out, and 
like I mean like it's just like it's just like I'm guaranteeing you another like a reason why this is not doing so well because I haven't read any of the interviews yeah. or read any of the reviews I, I'm guaranteeing you a reason why this is not doing so well is because like he, Zack Snyder bit off way more than he could chew I think the biggest thing I'm seeing is Marvel movies are fun I think everyone's pretty much comes to the same kind of conclusion that Batman mm-hmm. versus Superman isn't fun. Yeah. You know, there's uh, apparently a lot of, uh, you know, issues that are addressed and like a lot of controversy and like, you know, action and stuff like that, but it doesn't feel fun. You know, it's not a reason you go to the movies for. Yeah. I mean, like... Or something at least you would expect from a superhero movie. I mean, like, like from what I hear, too, is that it's trying to be philosophical, it's trying to be deep, but it's just not actually hitting the marks to be deep and philosophical too well. It, 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 it's a lot, like, very heavy-handed. It's like, we yeah. get it, you know. We, we, we get, you know, like, we understand, but you're treating us like we're stupid. Plus, I think a lot of people aren't very happy with uh, Lex Luther. Probably not, because, I mean, like, that's been, that's been, like, the main concern. I've talked to everyone who said they're going to go see it. It's just, like, I don't really think I like just... Apparently, Zuckerberg in this one movie. of the choices that they could have gone with for Luther... Would have been um, Walter White, spacing on his name. Oh, uh, Brian uh, Cranston. Yeah, Brian Cranston. He would have been great. Yeah, he played a fucking. He 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 shows that he can go from like uh, from Hal to Heisenberg real quick. Exactly. He can he can play both of those roles. And what you need for Lex Luthor, you need this like tough brooding individual yeah. you know that that's obviously like knows that he's hot shit right yeah so or at the very least like a guy who's really fucking cocky and yeah. and exudes a level of intelligence that you can't quite grasp like uh kevin spacey did in superman returns yeah i don't care what anybody says kevin spacey was like the best was one of the best lex luther since gene hack well i mean yeah gene hackman was great but i like kevin spacey a lot as as lex so like if you you need to get someone like in that caliber i mean like you know mark zuckerberg's a great actor and all i still think he would but he, he just wasn't a good probably fit for not this. the best fit for the yeah for lex which just leads me just like like there's a lot of miscasting choices and we'll this. see and well, well I, I don't want to talk about it too much until we actually see it um because i'm sure anybody listening who has seen it is gonna be like, what the fuck are you guys talking about you guys can't talk about this you guys haven't seen it yet and yeah i understand that but you know this is just our pre-watch impression of it yeah well this is very much just because like the the, the review everyone's been talking about the reviews yeah, the you, reviews have been pretty savage ev- everywhere you can't you can't avoid it and like i was telling you before this even Zack snyder and the actors are coming out and being like oh like the critics don't know what they're talking about like this isn't a movie for critics it's a movie for fans the fans don't like it either <laughs> yeah it's like the, a lot of the people who are criticizing this are also comic book fans you know because it's not just i'm sure th- there's a handful of people who review movies like um like spotlight and give it a 10 and then remove review movies like deadpool and give it a one and i'm sure those people are somewhere in the middle giving it an okay score but there's a lot of nerds out there who you know 
run these critic review websites who write reviews and do all this stuff who are on the same page of yeah. like this is only lukewarm like this is only okay it's in like because like you you see the rotten tomatoes score then you have like the audience or like the people who want to go see it's like 97 percent. yeah and it's just like okay like you can argue that but like a lot of the like people the like the like that's like a casual audience who doesn't know Movies in general, they'll go to the movies like maybe once a month, a couple months at yeah. a time, and then you have the people who are actual comic book fans and actual real comic book fans don't like any movie adaptation yeah. of any That's of the true. comic book movies come out. Some are better than others, but yeah, for the most part, they don't. So you have to cater the movie to a more casual audience or to someone a little more in between. Yeah, because I feel like that quote unquote casual audience is slowly fading away. Yeah, you know, you. I can assure you that. Yeah, maybe like 75% of the people if we went to the mall right now and we were like, hey, do you know who Iron Man is? Do you know who, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, Thor is? Do you yeah. know who Spider-Man is? Most of these people are going to say, oh, yeah, I know who that is. They might not know a lot about them, but they definitely know of them. So that era, I think, of we're making a movie for people who don't know anything about you know, these characters. any characters or anything like that. I think that's kind of gone. Yeah, he, almost until the next fad comes along and they move on to that. And, yeah, but I mean, for right now, for right now, yeah, I think everybody knows who Superman is. Everybody knows who Batman is. Yeah. That's the reason why it's making so much money. Yeah, because everyone knows who those guys are. So catering a movie to someone who doesn't know who they are kind of seems like uh, Lost like a bad move. Yeah. yeah. Um, Whatever. We'll talk about this more in a couple weeks whenever yeah. we actually get around to watching the film. Um, so, other news. This, other is actually, news. this is actually pretty cool. I didn't know this. Yeah, um, I saw this a couple days ago. It makes me very excited. Um, so, we've talked about some of our favorite animes before. Mm-hmm. And we usually don't talk about any anime on this show very much. But, when we did talk about our favorite anime shows, one of the shows I brought up was Fully Cooly. Yep. Uh, FLCL. Uh, people call it fully coolly, whatever. Yeah. Um, very uh, short-lived series. I think it came out in just a mini series. Yeah, like uh, very early on, maybe like ten, fifteen years ago, somewhere in there, something like that. Good long early two thousands. Yeah, or a good long while ago. Um, but yeah, it's just very short mini series, six episodes, very quick. Um, and for so long, we've heard really nothing about this. It was just kind of said and done. Mini series, it was done. Yeah. You can watch it on any streaming service ever, pretty much, for the rest of the time. Yeah. Um, So earlier uh, this week, um, Adult Swim comes out, and they're like, hey, we're partnering with uh, Production IG, and we're going to make two new seasons of Fully Ghoulie. I believe it's going to be 12 episodes... Uh, 12 new episodes, and it's just going to be split down the middle, so two seasons of six. Okay. Because um, that was about this, the length of the original, right? Yeah. yeah so my guess episodes. is, you know, they're, they're going to do this, they're going to air it on there. They're still doing Toonami, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they're going to air it there, I'm sure. I will actually tune into Toonami again Yeah. to watch that. I mean, it's... I think it's something that kind of caught everybody by surprise. There's no kind of like, oh, it might be coming back. It just kind of out of nowhere was like, yeah, we're going to do two two more seasons of this show that's been gone for so many years. And, you know, obviously it's got a very big 
uh, fan base and following. So it's kind of big news and made me very excited. I had to, at the very least, bring it up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. I, I was a big fan of the series when it came out. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, back in the early days of Adult Swim. Yeah. So, like, it... See, it seems pretty cool. It definitely makes me want to rewatch it. And yeah. it's only like six episodes, right? So it's just yeah. It'd be a short, short thing to watch. And it's also kind of like off the walls, crazy too. So I kind of want like a weird trip, like yeah, ro- mo- like robots growing out of people's heads and and like this weird like TV robot mech thing that bakes. Yeah, and they mean like it's just as Japan as like, Japan can get, I guess. But. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of. I, I don't know where they're going to take the story, though. Yeah, they're going to use either. the same characters, or uh, they're just I'm use... sure they are. Um, from what I've heard, they're trying to bring back uh, original voice cast and okay. uh, original like production members from the series and everything. So they're trying to stay as true to it as possible. Mm-hmm. They're not just going to be like, we're going to make a new series with all new people and all new voice actors, and yeah, it might as well just be a new anime. Like this, this, this seems like they're legitimately trying to go back and capture that same essence from it's weird because we're kind of like seeing like this rebirth of like of uh you know reboots of shows and everything i mean like nickelodeon is trying to like you know bring back uh like rugrats and like a couple other like caspi uh you know classy cuspo stuff yeah and uh you know uh, hey Arnold is getting it, the Jungle movie done yeah. now, and uh, uh, there was one more. Oh, and Powerpuff Girls is coming back, but with also with an entirely new voice cast, which yeah. is kind of like jarring when you actually hear it for um, for us. I'm sure for a new audience, yeah, you know, it's whatever. But um, yeah, you're seeing this resurgence of uh, stuff that's been long dead for quite a while so the only thing that this makes me think of is hopefully we get a new season of samurai jack well it's supposed to be a netflix thing that's supposed to be done that's what that's what I've been hearing for since the show went off the air. Like, oh, someone is working on it. Isn't or you, going you, to be so you heard Netflix when it went off the air in two, in like in the early two thousands. Or they're gonna do this, <laughs> you know? Like it, it, it just I feel like I've heard it from every source that like, oh yeah, we're working on a Samurai Jack thing. I mean, come on, it's it's animation. Animation takes time. Yeah, but to make, but like ten years, fifteen years, a hundred years. <laughs> like it's been so fucking long. Um, it's exciting though. Hopefully, hopefully the future has us. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna bring a lot of shit for sure. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of stuff that's garbage, mm-hmm. but hopefully it brings up a lot of uh, non garbage things as well. Yeah. Like I'm really, really hoping that you know this resurgence of of old stuff is good. Yeah, but I'm not holding my breath. Kind of like I'm not holding my breath with BBS. <laughs> Bring around full circle for you guys. All right. Uh, we're going to get out of here, Joey. Um, anything else you need to talk about? Anything else you uh, can think of that? Kind of itchy. Okay. Well, that's unimportant. Um, uh, for now, we're going to get out of here. Um, so for the next uh, couple weeks, it's going to be kind of weird. We might not be recording as much. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be moving, so I kind of got to worry about, you know, figuring all that shit out and everything. Um, so it might be kind of hard for us to record. Uh, just keep an eye out on the website. There's definitely going to be updates from 
uh, other stuff. Joey and I have been talking about. We uh, actually haven't gotten to do it, but yeah, we're we're <laughs> doing like a we're thinking about doing a recommendation thing and like a recommendation weekly segment where we kind of yeah. give you something that we've been doing, something that you should check out. Um, so we will get that started in the next couple of weeks, I'm sure. Um, so keep an eye out on that. But uh, just so you know, if the posting is a little sporadic or if we're not here a week, uh, that's probably why. Um, but hopefully uh, within the next couple of weeks we can kind of get back back on track and get back to going what we were doing before. Uh, but until then... Um, I, I want to say we'll be back next week, but I'm not sure if we will be. Uh, we'll be back soon. Make sure you keep an eye out on the web- website. Um, like us on Facebook. Uh, shoot, us, shoot us an email if you've got uh, questions, comments, concerns. Uh, in the menus podcast at gmail.com. Um, until then, though, uh, we will see you guys later.